Uh, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn Podcast with IK Grande. I'm your host, IK Grande. And uh, if you know me by now, you know I've been in the industry for 12 years. And if you've watched gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. What's something that everybody doesn't know about you that you'd like them to know? Damn, that birthmark on my penis was a big one. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, was, that was a big one. Um, you know, I... I, I, I so respect porn as a platform. Um, I, I'm originally an art major. I went to school and never finished my degree in studio arts with focus on, on oil. Um, I think porn is art. I've, I've had, I've had famous playwrights and famous designers sit there and tell me that what I'm doing, it's not art. It's going to ruin your career and you're going to, you're going to hate your life in the end. And you're, and it's going to mean nothing at the end. And people will look at you and think that you are nothing. And so it's not, <laughs> you know, two years in, I, I, I get to meet these amazing artists and amazing painters and amazing photographers and all of these people that are excited to meet me. And, you know, I get to work with them and I get to collaborate with them and I get, I'm so lucky. You know what I mean? And this is something I would have never dreamed of mm -hmm. when I was living in New Mexico and had nothing and, and, and yeah. And make you art. Because yeah. did you see that? I saw one of your fans. Dude. People. Yeah. People send me, and, 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 you know, people roll their eyes and they're like, okay, just so you know, he's using like totally just a, an iPhone app. And, and, and that does, but that's, that's, the that's, thought. that's, that's some thought saying that. Yes. I'm like, no, you know, that's the, the point is I meant something to them. I meant something to them to, for them to put me as their phone, mm -hmm. uh, wallpaper or something like that. And even just to put this, it's, it's kind of the same with drag queens. Like they always like to kind of diss on the girl with the crunchy hair. Mm. They're like, you just bought that wig. You just bought it. It's crunchy. You didn't do anything to it. But that's the first step. You know what I mean? The first step is you you, you put yourself out there mm -hmm. and you get better. And so all these people who are just using their apps and kind of sending me pictures and stuff, I'm grateful. Thank you for letting me be part of your day. Yeah, thanks for thinking of me. Yeah, I don't look at it from the quality point because I'm some fucking art student. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a failed art student. I'm a I'm an art student dropout, okay? I, I'm not going to go full kind of like art history on your ass about it. I'm like, just so you know, before iPhones... There was pen and paper and oil and brushes and bullshit. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> not going to diss somebody for putting themselves out there. Art is so hard. It is. <laughs> so, uh, what um, what do you have going on that you're looking forward to soon? Do you have a shoot coming up that we can promote? Or we can I do. I'm I'm going to be working with Kink.com, and Ooh, I'm so, that is so you. I'm so <laughs> so excited. Yeah. I am so excited. I'm going to be going out to Vegas and meeting up with them, and it's going to be a really cool experience yeah. at that. Um, my partner, uh, Martin. I, I'm I'm at, I'm actually in a relationship with a, another gay porn actor, uh, Marco Napoli. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to get to go see him, and I'm so. Fucking excited! Do you know who your partner is? Your scene partner? Um, I do. I, I do. It's I, I think Jason Collins, and I, and I haven't gotten to speak to with him directly or anything like. I, we I, we have kind of exchanged words and stuff like that. But before we start our shoot, I'll, I'll have like a little phone chat with him and be like, "Hi, how's it going?" Yeah. But um, no, no. I so I, I have my kink.com shoot. I have me going out to Italy for two weeks. Cool. So one of the things people know about me is I'm, I'm a busy person. I'm just kind of like, nah, 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 nah. I love meeting up with people. Um. I love having kind of like non-sexual meetups with with porn actors because it's it's fun. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, when you invite someone to go have a cup of coffee with you in this industry, they're like, "Really? Don't you just want to suck my dick?" Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah that's that's good too." But you know, I, I I would prefer the coffee first. Let's have coffee. Let's have let's have some coffee and then like talk about each other. And one of the things about working in this industry too is I, I also try to not fuck around too much off mm -hmm. camera. 
with people you work with because there is something to be said about your first time being on camera with someone you really like. And actually, thank you. You guys got uh, to capture that with me and little Geo. Little Geo and I. Geo's someone I met a year earlier, a fucking year earlier. And that boy, oh my God, he is a sweetheart little pup with big eyes. And when I met him, he curled into my arms and said, please fuck me, daddy. And do you have any idea how hard it was to <laughs> say no to him? Once I found out his aspirations were to be in a good adult films, I was like, no, kiddo, we're going to go have dinner. You can tell me dirty stories about yourself and you can tell me all of this stuff, but I want to see your cute little fuck hole and your, your dick because I want to capture that the first time on film. Yeah. And when you guys got it, it was fucking gold. Like, I, that's one of my videos. I am like staring at you. I'm like, when's my geo video? Coming yeah, I have yet to see that. But, yeah. but yeah. It, it is. But, and you, you were there. There was someone in the other room and they were listening and they were like, oh shit, what the fuck <laughs> is going on up in there? So that's something I would like to promote is truly that's that, but that's a good example of me. And I do that a lot. I do that a lot. There's lots of porn actors who reach out to me who want to kind of just like fuck on the spot. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we'll work out in OnlyFans or, oh, you know, we might work together in the future. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me know you as a person. I want to fuck that person. Mm -hmm. All right. And that's where I think a lot of my success with scenes has come from is when you see me fuck someone on film, for the most part, like, like I said, we've all, we're in this industry and you mm -hmm. know, you fucked someone who was just like, all right, get in here, clean up and get it in kind of thing like that. And you've done that, but m more often than not. I've been able to sit with someone and mm -hmm. find out just a little bit. And even when I was being in that pseudo sex traffic situation that I was telling you about, I sat there on my phone, it, it translating, was, uh, translating <laughs> from check to, to, to find out who this guy who's going to be putting his dick in me is. All right. And I found out a lot of cool facts. I found, you know what I mean? I, I, I humanized him. Mm -hmm. I made him someone that I was so excited to pl play with, not only because he had a really, really, Really big dick, but also because I was like, "Oh my god, he's a f he he does the Czech equivalent of UFC fighting." He's oh wow, yeah. and like all That's of hot. this, yeah. And as I was getting fucked, I'm like, "There's this Czech UFC fighter fucking you in the ass." Like you know what I mean? Like it's something that's really cool to me now, kind of thing like now that. Now I want to see the scene. Like, you're welcome. I will send it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with you coming in, um, just two years in the game, you're you're seeing studios compete with. Um, model sites or, mm -hmm. or fan sites. And uh, in my opinion, that was totally predictable. And I only say that because, and I, and I want to mention it because I, I've been talking about it for a while, even before only fans and just for fans. Uh, I had this idea because I was working with models all the time and I kept, and studios were saying, especially uh, dark alley, raw fuck club. Oh, well, you know, we've used this person too much. That's it. They're done. We're not working with them anymore. Mm -hmm. And if we were doing that, other studios were doing it too. Absolutely. Because, oh, absolutely. yeah, because I ran into models that were like, oh, well, I really need a scene. I really need a scene. So the idea. Nobody works with me anymore. Like that kind of thing. Like all of yeah. a sudden you get scooped out and you disappear. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea that you have this person that has 50,000 fans on Twitter and a studio doesn't want to work with them. Something was left. There was a void there. So here comes OnlyFans. Here comes Just for Fans. And I know that there's a couple of other ones out there, but those are the ones that kind of capitalized on it. Uh, and, and good for them for doing it. I'm a little jaded about it. I'm not going to lie because and you get that. Well, I because, that. you know, if you have like, I've always been, uh, working for a studio and you can give ideas, but unless they take them and they know how to work them. As far as kind of like OnlyFans, Just for Fans stuff goes, you know, I, 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 
it's it's hard because I, I get what you mean. It's it's harder the more you're in the industry, the kind of walls start to come in on you. And and that was a truth for the longest time in the sense that I knew a lot. Like now that I I'm in this industry, I know a lot of actors who went through that kind of blackball kind of era where you know something had happened to them. They had had a medical thing. Their their life had changed, and and or to some extent, and then they had to just disappear. I like the fact, and also I like the fact that truly, you know, people who live in the middle of nowhere. And people, it, it, it is making celebrities out of, it's just like social media. It's mm-hmm. making celebrities out of people that you wouldn't have hired mm-hmm. or, or, or things like that. But it also makes it kind of like accessible for them. There's a little bit of, of everything for everybody. And, you know, I might not be into 85 year old men that weigh 270 pounds, but there is somebody out there that's going to be into it and good for them. With what you're saying, um, these fan sites absolutely make, make, uh, celebrities or, or, um, well, models, porn mm-hmm. stars out of these people. Cause there are some that have an insane following that I've seen. Some are dicks, <laughs> but, but there are definitely people out there that are. Um, you get to see more personality. Yeah. I, I won't lie. One of the things, and, and you guys do a great job of doing that and continuing to have like a studio polish, but you, hum- like I said, to, to having just like a little bit of a human quality, mm-hmm. being able to kind of look into someone's bedroom and have them be comfortable enough just to put up a camera. Mm-hmm is is powerful it's very very powerful and well, and and to be able to like stand by it and keep it up and not make it a one-off like oh my god yeah i also think studios like treasure island uh dark alley uh fuck champ robinson studios like that and i know that there's a couple more out there have always been almost the prosumer mm-hmm. version of of porn because it's very close to real because a lot of the shooting that we do is real time, but also very far away from the polish of huge studios that are out in California. Uh, so it, it was always right down the middle. So I feel like those studios aren't really hurt all that much by fan sites and stuff. Granted, it's a little bit of everybody. It's, it's a capitalist country, a capitalist world. Practically. We should just, everybody should be able to get a little bit of something. Um, and that's what's happening. And I'm sure it'll regulate and I'm sure, um, you know, everybody will, will start making money again once they realize. I think it's a, I don't think it's a fad, but I think it's definitely something that, uh, it's, it's trending at the moment. So, uh, with that being said, are you going to start a page? You know, I, thank you for asking. Um, I, I've held off, but truly one of the things is I, I, I work a lot with Mormon boys and family dick, but I, 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 um, I'm trying to break a little bit harder into the the studio, mm-hmm. the, the bigger studios, just because eventually when I do start one, I want to have kind of a nice footing for mm-hmm. it. And also I want to have like studios that I can back and that let them know. One of the things I really like about what you said too is with the bigger studios is that they're starting kind of ways of representing these fan sites as well. Like they're doing Cocky Boys Live. I know Bareback the Hole is mm-hmm. doing one where they help kind of represent people. Same with Raw Fuck Club. I, I think that's cool. I think that's a cool, because a lot of these people who don't really believe they're porn stars and stuff like that, their dream is to do porn. Their dream is to do the big times and really get into that. So the fact that they're pairing with them and getting these people who have these amazing followings, because basically their copy is amazing. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, people just love the fact that you have a pie out every time you fuck somebody. Like Just because the quirk is something that's so amazing, Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. And I one of the reasons I like 
working with a lot of OnlyFans people, even though I don't have one, is it gets me working with people that may have never reached out to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love working with men of color. I love working with the trans community. Um, I eventually want to start working with people with disabilities and stuff because we are all sexual beings mm-hmm. and we all deserve to be shown in this and deserve to feel like that. Because one of the biggest consumers of porn, which is the dirty little secret of all of this, is people who are adolescents. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. There's not there's not sex taught in school yeah. and stuff like that. So when everyone who has a smartphone out there and stuff like that is able to find us, you we, we are being consumed by mm-hmm. younger people who are looking for lessons. You know what I mean? I and ch- and on, someone who looks like me doesn't just fuck people who look like me. I also make friends with people who don't look like me. I'm I'm really into every community because we all deserve to be out there mm-hmm. and deserve to be heard and seen. And sexualized too like you know it part of being like a really kind of like i love this movement with people who are very very feminine and stuff like that because i remember i was very feminine i was a feminine little white boy with platinum blonde hair and blue eyes in rural new mexico okay i was a fucking alien all right i was not sexualized at all people like i don't want the fuck to do with this one and a thing like that so i i like that and a lot of the times these drag queens and stuff like that and everyone who are in that kind of like very feminine community are not they they're very they People don't look at them as sexual. That you you you're you're a clown to them. They you you are sexless. So I I think everyone, all of us, really deserve to have kind of a sexual voice, and that's real sexual liberation to me. It's it's interesting that you said um, uh, that adolescence is who's consuming. It's true. One of the, that's I was just thinking about that on the way here because think about tv it's the dirty secret well think about tv in general right cuz i've i've made this compli- i've i've made this argument for a while now especially with trump right yeah. oh, Tr- yeah. with trump in office you know you have these politicians and i don't want to get political but we're going to get political for a second you have um you have these politicians who for 30 40 years make a career in washington and then you know their career is based on political ambitions and their political ambition is to run for president and then you have uh, somebody that's been in your TV since 2003 on The Apprentice. Every single TV in America, whether you watched it or not, you had Donald Trump sitting in everybody's TV. So when you see somebody that catapulted in politics so quick and people wonder why, that was because everybody has a TV in their house. Yes. So media effects are very, very prominent yet nobody knew how to talk how to teach it same thing with porn porn is everywhere and the fact the fact that our our president had an affair with a porn star just leads you to believe this is not something that just sick and sorted people watch everybody watches it. it's one of the biggest industries in the world outside of the meat industry and the pharma industry uh we should be teaching people how to use uh a porn as a reference but not only that how to, you had mentioned in your relationship, you had a relationship with porn, uh, not a relationship with your partner. There's a, a term out there exactly. now called pornosexual. Yeah. There's, there is something that needs to be said about. <laughs> that was pornosexual. Yeah. There, there's something that needs to be said about, uh, the fact that porn plays a very, very uh, pivotal role in our lives from an early age and, it's not going anywhere. No, it's not. I, I, I appreciate you saying that. And, and and thank you so much for letting me kind of go off on a little bit of a tirade. No worries. I, you know, keep, keep your eye out for me. And it's it's the kind of thing that uh, I, I, 
a lot of people, one of the reasons I love not having an OnlyFans is I give everything away for free. I'm currently kind of giving all my content for free away on Twitter. Like I, I'm a Twitter you can masturbate to. So please follow me on Twitter. I'm a Joel someone XXX. I, I like putting out, and a lot of thing too is I work with a lot of, uh, non-models. And, and that's kind of the thing with, with the OnlyFans is once you start kind of making, charging for your stuff, a lot of these people who aren't in the industry who just came over to fuck a porn star. They, 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 they sometimes will change their mind. One of the, I, I get a lot of non-models wanting to reach out to me because they know I'm not kind of profiting off them or anything like that. And it, they honestly have questions about the industry. I get, I get lots of people reaching out to me asking, like, I've always wanted to do this. I have no concept of where to start. And I honestly can give good answers. I'm not the type of person who's jaded in an industry and be like, Justin, you know, this is going to ruin your life. Da, 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 da. I wish I would never have started. That's, you know... A part of the, the father role I play in porn is not being someone's lecturous dad. It's just being an ear and, and you being able to talk to me and me not, and me literally just ask questions that make you come to your own conclusions, not me lecturing you. So I want to thank Joel someone so much for spending some time with us. Uh, and thank you for listening. This is the demystifying gay porn podcast with IK Grande. I'm your host, IK Grande. And as I said before, and I'll say it again, uh, if you have watched gay porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers. <laughs>